Hello guys, uh, today we're going to talk about uh, one of interesting topic that's been asked uh, um, So and it's about super shoes and uh, somebody asked me, you know, whether the, all the time that we're seeing right now um, Are they really helping runners? Um, to be faster and how are they helping and you know, how are these times compared to the old times and has running world changed and things like that um this is it's a really debatable kind of like you know so i kind of i'm just gonna before i even start saying anything i'm gonna use some facts but mostly i'm gonna go based on my uh, opinion and if i have facts then i'll provide them and if i don't have facts it will be just be my opinion so take it how you want it um to start off like look i can see from both um and it's actually quite good, I think, to look at it from both perspectives, because I can. I, I'm gonna say personally, I'm one of those guys that I think that I'm not like a. I don't respond uh, if you want to call it four percent or whatever from them. Um, I don't know. Some people do. Uh, I've heard that the heavier you are, the better response you have from them because the more energy you get back. And um, so I don't I don't know like personally if I look at uh, and the way I can compare guys is is Before super shoe era, which was not that long time ago, right? 2000 we're gonna look at it like 2016 is Because these guys came on the market around 2017 the first possible shoes, right? Some of course Olympians already had it uh, I remember watching Rio Olympics and we didn't know at the time, but of course, like Kipchoge, Rupp, and whoever was third, they all had those those shoes. So um, it's kind of tough, tough, tough to say if they didn't help. But obviously, at that point, it was weird because only a few people had it, and and the people that ha didn't have it didn't even know that the other people had it. So I think that that's like not fair, of course. But you know, it is what it is. But here we're talking about. So the way you can compare it is. Uh, I kind of like look at some of the times that I ran around that time, whether it was track meets um, and, you know, and, and uh, I'm going to talk about the, the spikes as well on the track. And the only difference but that I feel in terms of both when it comes to shoes from now and shoes from, you know, I used to be running with Adidas Adios shoes and if I'm going to take my my personal PRs and I'm going to basically say that uh, with with the regular shoe, I guess, right? My best was um, 107. Uh, I'd like to say, was it? Yeah, 107.40, okay? For half marathon, so 67.40, which is 5.10 pace. And 2.24. 5.16, all right, with, this is with the regular shoes, so which is 5.30 pace, um, and for maybe, what else can we, let's throw in like the, like a 5k race, uh, honestly, I'm still faster in a 5k on the track with the, with the old school spikes day I am with these new ones, because I haven't really ran it, but I'd say I'm pretty similar, you know, so if we compare dragonflies and, and to my times on the track then and now, um, I'd say it's it's really, you know, the only difference is not that they're much faster, is that they're not sore the next day, and I think 
you know, it just feels a little bit better in terms of something is, of course, is changed if you're not sore the next day. So there's more foam in there. Same with the with the with the regular shoes. Uh, there's more foam. So of course, if you're gonna run a marathon, you're still gonna be sore the next day. It doesn't matter, of course. But during and after, you might be less sore. So in terms of soreness, I found that I was less sore in my calves, particularly in both spikes and shoes. So with the super shoes, I was less sore in the calves, but still sore in the quads. Um, so I think, uh, you know, total soreness can, cannot be eliminated. But, but remember those times when we used to go do a workout or a race in, in spikes. And then, you know, you couldn't walk for the next two days. Every time you go for a run, you'd have like, you know, calf problems. You have soleus problems. And then that would, you know, create um, um, Achilles issues and, and just all sort of problems. Versus nowadays, we're, we're you know, we're able to um, do better training. We're able to do more training and we're able to do, you know, be more aggressive in our training. We have tools, so I don't look at it as of like, you know, I don't look at it as of like, is this, you know, you know, is this like advantage? I don't want to say it like this because if it was advantage, right, then it has to be advantage to everybody, right? It's basically like if I give everybody, you know, an answer to the test, all 30 students, I want them to have the same answers. But in this case, we don't have that. We have, you know, every single body is different. Every single weight, height is different, a running style. So when you put these shoes on, some, you know, some totally respond. Some can't even run. Some get injured. Some don't get injured. Some late. You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's not accurate across everybody. So in my opinion, when they, when they designed these shoes, you know what they really uh, focused on was uh, proving four percent improvement in running economy. They didn't say four percent in running time, so don't look at it like like that. That you take four percent because that would be like twelve seconds per mile. So that would be ridiculous. It's nothing like that. Now they said four percent uh, improvement in running economy in and at most. Okay. What that means is you can go faster with a lower heart rate, okay, uh, because you're more efficient. Now, it's kind of hard for us to 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 calculate that, you know, to really calculate, like, you know, does that mean, are we talking, you know, two seconds a mile, three seconds a mile in a marathon, or, or what are we talking about, you know? Um, so, and that's the people that react the most, um I think that everybody benefits from this shoe, from the new era shoes. Whether you've tried it, whether you refuse to try it, uh, look, uh, technology always advances, right? So it would be, in my opinion again, it would be very silly to not go with the flow of the advancement, okay? Just like anything changes, like, you know... If you're seeing things in life change and you're still using old books, ask yourself a question, you know, what are you doing, you know? Like, move on. Even Elliot Kipchoge has embraced, you know? 
we we are pushing the boundaries we are still running you know understand the aspect that we are still running okay we are still have to do the work because if the shoes were so accurate if this if if, if we think that the shoes are so advantage like you know four percent advantage anyway if you look at a four percent running economy maybe maybe we're i don't know that would be hard for me to predict but let's just say on my mathematical terms um i'm looking at uh, about 50 seconds in a and a half and i'm looking um to 23 uh, i'm looking about yeah two minutes in a marathon and one minute and a half compared to the old school shoes for me personally now uh, who's to also uh, see i don't I, I wish i had did the same aggressive or whatever same training now that i did before so I could compare, but let's just say for the sake of that, that I'm gaining uh, 50 seconds in a half. So that means I'm gaining uh, three seconds per mile versus if I was to put some old adios shoes right now. Actually, the only way to do this too, if I really wanted, but you know, I don't know if I'm going to do that would be because I still got some old shoes was would be to race a race, right? In my adios and just see what i can do in them you know uh now i don't know if you know w would i want to be sore for four or five days again uh, would i want to find out the truth that's another question i don't know uh you know would i would i want to waste the time for that maybe i can do it in some different way in terms of like uh training or i can you know you know do a 5k with those shoes do a 5k with different shoes and then just come up with some results uh in terms of you know how different is everything um but obviously there's no denying that when you go out there and i'm not talking easy runs guys you know when you performing anything from like you know moderate effort to fast you know it's great to run in those shoes i mean you know i can ask everybody who doesn't like that feeling when you're floating you in control you have a good stride and and you're cruising right um versus the old school shoes where you know there was there wasn't that feeling of looking forward to like that you're going to be flying and floating out there it was just straight up you know like hey you know you got to push and suffer and then you're going to be sore the next day old school so i guess we have eliminated that now let, let let's look at like the results on a professional level for marathon. I guess you can say Elliot Kipchoge, you know, or Dennis Kimeto, two hundred three, Elliot two hundred four, uh, pre norm shoes, again, and now pushing the boundaries of two hundred one, um, you know, or is it two hundred one or now we're even fa by much faster? I don't know what we are. I think we're still two hundred one. Of course, we had a sub where we broke two hours, but, you know, that's a project. I don't count that. That's, like, with all the assisting. But we could pretty much say that, right? Think about it. That we can pretty much say that there's only about, um, yeah, you could say it's about one or two minutes. Two minutes for him. Yeah, just so, so that calculation is is coming that you know one minute maybe in a half and two minutes in a marathon if we start putting those times then we need to add those times into people and see what they're running 
I don't know, maybe. Uh, again, like I said, that's I don't have enough data. I know that there's been data done that on running economy, and, and, and it just it does improve four percent in economy. I don't know what that means in time, as I told you guys. I don't know, but ultimately, you know, um, I think it me in times. I think it means like one percent improvement. So one percent improvement is still pretty good, okay? Because that's you no know, one percent. So if you take seconds, you know, hundred seconds, you get one second, right? So you know. Basically, maybe you can get close to two, two seconds or three seconds a mile with the with the shoes compared to the old school shoes. So that's that's a lot. But but look, the only reason you'd want to compare is is if you were like in in my case, like I think I'm not like a responder much as much. I know people that are much more heavier and much better responders to the shoes, and I don't. I don't really feel like you know. Oh, you know, I need to be heavier, or or it's not fair. It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Like I'm putting in the work, and whatever shoe I can find, and you know, at the end of the day, it's just a shoe. I don't look. If you're gonna start like worried about, you know, if we start worrying about like you know what shoes everybody's wearing, I think we passed that. But first, when things came out and things weren't available to everybody that's when it was not fair but when things are available to every single person and you can find what you want and you can experiment you know what helps you then you can choose and look if if you are not a res like a responder at the top it's just like altitude training right there are people like it's available to everybody if you want to go but guess what uh, all, not everybody's a responder so again, on my side, I'm not a responder as much to altitude as of like my wife is. So think about it, you know, that's like, that's, again, I can be going to altitude. Somebody else can be going altitude. Maybe I'm not getting any better and they're getting better. So we come back, you know, they beat me and that's it, you know. So I don't know. Okay. Sorry guys, I guess it's it's kind of a tough question because it's not an easy, you know, that's why I always, most of my um, podcasts that I do is, is kind of more on like facts. Here I don't have many facts, you know, I have a couple studies that I've seen, I have a um, couple comparisons, how people have run, but you know, kind of ask yourself a question and say, okay, what did you use to run in the old school shoes, you know, and what do you run now? Obviously, it's it, it. You have to be at least doing the same things that you did then and now to be able to compare that. You know, it can't just be like, oh, ten years ago I did this and now I'm doing this. Uh, well, you know that that means it. That means you can be older, you can be younger. But if you have something from like 2014 to 2016, like or even from that era and compared to this era. I had a lot of like 108s, 109s, halves, then a couple 107s then. And I still have, and I'm still in the same range right now, you know. Uh, ultimately, I did have a 1, 106, and, and you know, um, that's because I ran it very aggressive. And I think also at the time, my training was better than ever. 
Um, so what if I ran with that 106, uh, whatever, um, with the old school shoes? I can't tell you yes or not. You know, my shape was... You got to think like this too, right? If I'm using the shoes sometimes in training, I'm able to push my fitness higher and without being sore, right? So also when I get to do a taper and I get to race day, I can push harder too, you know? So you got to think like not only that I'm what well, you benefiting from race day, but we're able to take some of the problems that we had. So remember how, how that thing was in, when we were studying a long time ago, they used to say, if you want to solve, you know, solve a problem and you, 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 you'll be successful. So the shoe companies solved the problem. They solved the problem that everybody was, um, um, you know, sore maybe all the time, calves. So they came up with this new super shoe and now we're seeing different times. Uh, it's, it's difficult to look at, like, you know, we still had, like, in the women's marathon, we still had Paula those times running 2.15 in a marathon. Men were still running 2.03. So now, if you really think about it, you know, we, we still at 2.14 and uh, we still at 2.01, right? So as I told you guys, we, we've just moved the two minutes. You know, one minute for the women and, and two minutes for the men. Um, and, and these are like the best, best, the best people have moved it. So it's definitely not, uh, if we're going to go ahead and for the sake of here saying like, do the shoes help? My true answer is of course they do. Now to some it help more, to some it help less, but overall it helps everybody because, you know, we are less sore. We are able to run more efficient and we are able to push harder in training which in fact gives us better fitness boost come race day um yeah those are pretty important things uh whether also in track i think of course nowadays you know we got the really good spikes uh, uh, that are a little bit bouncy on these tracks and even more and i think yeah we can really run some fast fast times um so of course uh, it's it's it helps us um why not uh and look you know there's nothing we we we've gone one way it's one of those things we're like okay we're in gear four now there there's no reverse gear i don't see us coming back i don't see us going back to you know old school because just like it's like going from uh car like uh gas cars to electric you know once you get to electric you're not going back to gas car so same thing with shoes um you know so just kind of like i think finally you're seeing like all companies um uh, catching up to each other some companies are coming with really good shoes some are still struggling but but really there are a lot of good shoes out there you know at the end of the day at the end of the day it doesn't really matter what shoe you're gonna wear you gotta make sure that you train properly and you have a good fitness level because we're talking about you know the icing on the cake here not the cake itself so even if i gave you the the fastest shoes in the world and, and if you're out of shape and if you're not doing the training there's nothing you will do you know i can put my old shoes and you can put your new shoes and i will still beat you or you will beat me if we switch shoes whatever way you want to put at it it just doesn't matter it's the icing on a cake uh uh, it does improve a little bit um, and you know you either accept it or um, I don't know you have to accept it I don't I don't see a, 
um, a reason not to accept it. Um, of course, it's what's it's not fair to me. I feel like, but again, it's kind of like once a, once somebody told me that life is not fair. Like for the people that ran in the old school days, you know, and then they retired, and then the new shoes came, and then their records got broken. You know, that's a whole another thing because they never got a chance to go and wear these shoes and and see how good they could have been. They had to do it the old school way. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know. Uh, so that's why they say, you know, stay in the game as long as you can do it. If the changes come, maybe you'll be part of the changes. Uh, and, um, yeah, you know. So hopefully, guys, that you know, whether you, you're a Super Shoe fan or you're not a fan, you know, hopefully this episode was able to kind of give you my opinion, maybe with few facts that I've researched or that I've seen others um and again it's it's a controversial topic because what what runners we don't want is for general audience to think that oh you know they just got these super shoes they're not doing anything go look uh around runners and just look how they train nowadays people are you know it's available on strava every single a lot of professional runners a lot of amateurs everybody's training and some people are really pushing the boundaries, guys. They're really pushing hard in training. And look, you know, they're they're running 12 to 15 hours, you know, 100, 100 to 150 miles a week. Like, you know, I don't care what shoes you're wearing. You still got to get out there and you got to put in that work and you got to be able to handle the shoes. You got to make sure you don't get injured, you know. There's still a lot of things uh that you know you got to do it just because somebody hands you the shoes doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're going to achieve all the success and you're going to you know all of a sudden be a world record holder it doesn't really work that way uh, we're talking about percentage points here and you got to do all the things you know fundamentals first and remember you know the shoes that will be your help icing on the cake the last 1% uh, that will help you to keep in good shape. But remember, um, sound training, um, nothing has changed, whether it's 30 years ago, 40 years ago, or one year ago. You need aerobic base, you need strong mileage, you need to be strong in heart, strong in everywhere in order to see gains in training and in races. Uh, and everybody knows that. There's no um, quick way around that, guys. Okay? Anyways, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that I was able to provide you my opinion and hopefully that you kind of were able to, you know, think somehow with this in your brain, what you're thinking. And remember, I you don't have to agree with me on many of these things. Uh, we're just kind of talking here, uh, spitting ideas back and forth. So that way, you know, it's just something uh, out there that we can kind of say, okay, good point or no, not good point. Something like that where we just exchange ideas. Alright, thank you very much and have a great day.